Hi, welcome to Remote Pep Talks with Ryan Miller. I am your host, Ryan Miller. Very excited to have you here for this episode. And for those of you, uh, for you, maybe, maybe you haven't been here before. Maybe you don't know what I'm doing here. And, you know, you would not be alone because you, I'm also sometimes like, what am, what am I doing? Is this a good idea? I don't know. It's called second guessing ourselves. And it's something that I have a habit of doing. Uh, sometimes not at the right times because sometimes I don't second guess myself when I should. And sometimes I do second guess myself when I shouldn't. Not sure I should have told you that, but here we are after the fact. This is Remote Pep Talks, and what this is, is this is a podcast where I, your host, Ryan Miller, I, I get input from people who have a question or something they might need some advice on. They, they, have, a, they have a question, or they're, they're kind of down about something, and I do my best, because that's all I can do, to give them some insight, another perspective, some thoughts. And, and I don't do this, you know, just sitting in a studio behind a microphone, because I think we get enough of sitting at home. So what I'm trying to do every episode is I take this person, although it really is just me, a one-way conversation, but I take this idea out somewhere. This episode, we're talking about work, work, work. And, you know, how do we find balance in our life? How do we find joy and satisfaction in our work? And in order to do that, we go out into a, into a forest at dawn. And that's where I, I think... And discuss about uh, the idea of, of, of work and, and, and what it means and how we can align it with a life that we're satisfied with, a life that gives us joy. It's not an easy thing and it's never a permanent thing because it's always an ongoing series of events and, and shifting circumstances that we all find ourselves in, you know, like a pandemic. Or like getting uh, getting some bad news about uh, about your job, or just going to a job that you, you're fucking tired of. You know what I mean? How do we how do we cope with that? So that's what I'm gonna do right now. You know what? I think this is enough preamble. So let's just let's just fire up the old uh, the old pod machine and uh, and and take off into the woods. And uh, here's a remote pep talk and some advice about work. It's early, but it's nice to be outdoors. It's nice to be walking in the woods, finding a place to sit down and just think about things. And I know you've been you've been wondering about work and the relationship that work has to our lives. I, I mean, work is part of our lives, obviously, but yeah, it's hard to find satisfaction at at work sometimes for some people I used to uh, be a <laughs> it's kind of funny to say it now but a professional improviser and that's a bit that's a bit of a tricky a tricky balancing act to pull off and I think I, I, I often think now that I've been in a you know a steady salaried job for some years now that I miss the freedom and the creativity and the excitement and the, and the passion 
<clears throat> but also it's it's so uncertain and i think it's, it's you know in a lot of ways it's always a, a, a trade-off and yeah i think i mean do you know ikigai it's a japanese word and i think i'm pronouncing it roughly correctly but oh that's not oh yeah those those birds are going really it's a lot of squawking uh, unrelated to anything else, the uh, I used to work at the aquarium. Speaking of jobs, maybe it's not unrelated. I used to work at the aquarium in Vancouver, and uh, <clears throat> one of the things that sticks with me from that day, uh, that time, is the word crepuscular. Uh, so there's, you know, diurnal, I believe, animals that are active during the day, and then of course there are nocturnal animals, and then there are crepuscular animals which are active at dusk and dawn. I think those birds are crepuscular. Anyway, I was talking about ikigai. The the concept of trying to find what lies at the heart of, of four overlapping circles. One is what you love, what you love to do. The other, or one other, is what you're good at and then another is what the world needs and then lastly what you can be paid for so what you love what you're good at what the world needs and what you can be paid for and you try and I guess you try and orient your life or at least orient your professional life to accommodate as many of these circles as possible to get as close to the center and the center of course is ikigai yeah, and I think, for me, that's a really useful frame to think about professional stuff, you know, because I think something that this doesn't take into account, but I think tracks well with it, is, is where your priorities are at. You know, and I think for most of us, pretty consistently high priority is what you can be paid for, certainly professionally, but then maybe there are times in your life where you have a bit more flexibility and freedom to privilege maybe what you love or you know what you're good at you know those often come together but you say hey I want to give more more weight to that and give some some shifts around the the circles of the icky guy to see if you can actually get yourself feeling more I was gonna say rewarded but that's not quite it but I think it's feeling more energy from what you have and I, I don't know how easy or how possible that is in your current circumstances. You know, there's another contrasting approach or possibility, which is you just, you know, shut yourself off when you go in to work. You just, as, as my an ex-colleague used to say, just build a plexiglass wall around you. So all of the work politics and all of the bullshit that comes along with your job, you just say, I'm not going to let it touch me come in and do my thing and then to counterbalance that you really need to enjoy your time off I don't think that's necessarily sustainable or desirable for a long period of time but I think it can be used as a as a coping mechanism for for shorter stretches you know I think where you where you can really I mean I've had jobs where you just you know go in and yeah I get lost in my my thoughts but i guess if i were a you know a midwife or uh 
you know, an engineer instead of, you know, at those times like washing dishes or making coffees or what have you. It's a little bit more difficult, I imagine, to to separate out yourself or to kind of work on autopilot. But I think, I mean, it just demands that you do the most that you can, the best that you can in the circumstances you have. But then you also need to make sure that the time off, you really lean into that as well. Because otherwise you're spending your time in a box at work and then not in a box at home, but where is your joy? Where is your joy? You got to make sure there's space for that. Yeah, for me, I watched a watched a video on Facebook the other day, and it was these two guys dancing. It was, they're fucking amazing. Just the the fluidity of the movement, the grace, the way they interacted with each other in the music, and because it was spontaneous but also practiced. And I mean, not the dance itself, but the the movements. You know, they're just so embodied. This spirit of precise freedom. And I was like, yeah, I need more of that. And for me, I think that means I need I need more dancing in my life. But I think the, you know, because I love dancing, at least I think I do. I used to, but I haven't done it in a long time. But I think for, you know, for others, it's about finding that, finding that way, that, that activity that you can get lost in where the time just goes what else? There's a... I, so I don't freelance. Well, I do freelance now. In fact, I do need to do my, my quarterly VAT returns pretty soon. No, like really soon. I've been pro- procrastinating doing that. Because that's part of the freelancing that I don't enjoy. But I'm I'm trying to find... Not joy in that, but, you know, acceptance. But there's also a... Uh, and I've been talking about this with my wife as well, where there's... You don't need to flip from a job to another or from a job to like, now I'm an entrepreneur. But yeah, it's, I, I've heard it called the portfolio life or, you know, portfolio career where you do a few different things. They may be related. Uh, they may not be, but together they give you an income or they provide income anyway. And so if you have a full-time job or a a primary source of income. There's also space around that, or if you make space around that for stuff that that activates you, that you feel good about, that you can actually start either... Well, I I think it it, it never stays apart from your primary vocation because it either feeds into it or it draws away from it. And then if that happens, maybe you're, you're discovering that you're... What was your side hustle, so to speak? Maybe it should become your main hustle, or it could just... You have a side hustle and that helps alleviate some of the the pressure and the stress that was once on your on your main job and maybe there's more more icky guy to be found in your side hustle even if it's not enough to be your your primary source of income. I think there's something there to be to be thought about, to be explored in terms of thinking of the different the different priorities that you might have and, and what your priorities are right now, especially if things are in a kind of in a crisis mode or you're having a having a struggle around employment and then also think about the levers that you have that you can employ to turn up or down various aspects of your life and make sure you're having fun or finding some level of satisfaction and joy in some areas because if work isn't serving you that joy then make sure there's time in your in your day at least in your week 
where you're getting that that joy and that uh, that energy for yourself. Now that things have kind of quieted down out here, I think we can we can park it. So, thanks. I, I hope it's helpful. Well, there you have it. My remote pep talk from the woods. You know, I think we, we, work is something that we all, almost all of us, really need to grapple with on a, on a day-to-day basis, on a, on a big picture basis, and also, um, well, I think that, that covers it, right? Day-to-day and then big picture. I guess there's a medium picture as well and then you need to fit in there and and have a think about this. Is this something I'm happy with for the foreseeable future? Not the big picture, not the day-to-day, but, you know, for the next few months or whatever medium term means to you. Anyway, I hope this has been helpful, especially to to the person who who reached out to me. If you want a remote pep talk tailored to your topic, then all you need to do is, is, is go to my website and join the mailing list. And uh, and then you can we can just correspond through the mailing list. My my email address is is, is Ryan at RyanMillar.com. It's also pretty straightforward. But if you join the mailing list, then I also uh, write to you, and that's nice because I'm a I'm a pretty good writer. I have some nice things to say generally. Um, I want to say thanks also to uh, to you for listening, and thanks to Felix Bloom. For the forest at dawn with birds, chachalacas, crickets, and insects sound, which I think was a nice backdrop for the, this episode's pep talk, and and a big thank you to Bone Forty for the music. That's it. We're we're done here. So I just want to say, you know, in, enjoy your day. No, that's not true. I I do want you to enjoy your day, but I I want to sign off this podcast by saying enjoy your right now.